Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning into the 9 o'clock news. On 9 o'clock news today, we've witnessed some scary incidents. We've witnessed some Star Wars behind the scenes, unseen, deleted scenes. We've got some Black Panther talk. And, of course, something with Pikachu is happening. Welcome to White Noise News, everyone. My name is Mookie. How you doing today? Uh, I'm kidding. How y'all doing? This is a podcast. Um, That's kind of a good rundown of everything that they're going to get. Yeah, I was was trying to... That was actually kind of perfect. I was trying to, you know, I was trying to be sly, you know, get my Don Lemon on, but then, you know, it kind of worked. It kind of worked. We'll we'll, we'll iron it out. You know what? You went from, like, white noise news, and people were so confused, and then you said, (laughs) welcome to the podcast, and now people that have never Never listened before are, like, super super confused, (laughs) because you still haven't told them what they're listening to. Hi, I'm Mookie, and this is even more about nothing. How y'all doing? Da 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 It's tur- it's March. It's the March tournament, so that's actually kind of perfect. Yes, it's hilarious. Uh, Rafiki is over here dying because you know he tried to be an athlete and died. This is why I tell people: uh, shut up. Keep your kids alive. Buy them a PlayStation Four. Risk of injury with the PlayStation Stop 4. Stop making me laugh. Not very high. Risk Honestly. of losing your television. You know, decent to medium high risks, but at least your child will not die from physical Ugh. hurt. I you mean, they might have to you, get up you know and what? walk around. I, I almost said a joke that I probably should not say. At all. <laughs> so Whatever I'm, you are going to say, gonna like, stop saying it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm just going to like suppress that. Yeah, we're all about, you know, suppressing our emotions on this podcast. No, not even emotions. Just just not, not going off the handles? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, no Timmy Tonga this week, so I'm joined by Rafiki, who is currently writhing in pain, and um, the hostile takeover artist himself, Mateo. What's going on, everybody? Yep. Strongest SoundCloud presence since 1994. Since 1994. <laughs> 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 oh! Make sure you follow your boy on Instagram. It's at Matt underscore Ogutu. That's M-A-T-T underscore O-G-U-T-U. Uh, Instagram's been popping for me Instagram a has bit. been popping. Listen, for me, too. Like, the likes, the likes, like, ratio is, the likes aggregate is working in my favor. I'm, I'm happy with the way I get likes. And it's also, like, real likes. You know how, like, he's, like, back in, like, the new Instagram, you had those fake likes, and like half of them were like mm-hmm. fake porn accounts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not these aren't those accounts. These are like real human beings <laughs> looking for a friend. Looking I, for I, a friend. I, 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 I bet, bet you, you are, Sandra. <laughs> I bet you are. Is your real name Sandra? Anyway, moving on. Sandra or no. Oh, I want to make a joke. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to do that. Stop the jokes. It hurts. I'm sorry. It's so painful. I'm sorry. We're going to put you in the editing bay until you recover. Because these... Oh, I can't even say that. Oh, man, the jokes. Like, man, guys, if you've been rocking us for a minute, you know, like, how mature this is now that we're not just making jokes on the fly. Right? You remember... Does anyone remember, like, episode 10? Just, just, this is a wild land. Just a, just a, just a wild land of just unscrupulous, especially the one episode where we had 37 people on the mm-hmm. podcast in this spare bedroom. So, you know what surprised me? So, I have, uh, my friend Ricky, shout out to Ricky. Uh, just Ricky! <laughs> he 
<laughs> he just recently started like getting into uh, our podcast, listening to it, and he said he enjoys listening to it. And he he was, I think he was on iTunes, the iTunes podcast, and he just sent me text. He's like, "Bro, your your episodes aren't in order." I was just like, I was "Like, what the heck are you talking?" About? So he sends me a screenshot of it, and he's like, "Wait, never mind." So he had like when you just click on. The podcast, like, name. Yeah. It just goes general. Like, I think it shows up by popularity or whatever. But then when you click on episodes, it shows you, like, list of episodes. Anyway, all that to say, do you know what the f- title of our very first episode was? What? Take a guess. Oh, uh, yeah. I know what it is. <laughs> do you know what it is? <laughs> nope. Technically, our first one is even more about Trump. <laughs> What were we doing? I'm telling you. Man, he yeah. was on that episode. Oh, Lord. Yeah. You know what? I'm not even sure what we talked about then. Well, you were you on, on the podcast then. I know. That was pre your hostile takeover. That's why they call it a hostile takeover. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, yeah. So make sure you follow me on social media, dog. Like, not, not just Instagram. Twitter's been popping too. Twitter has been wild. I don't Listen, know what happened. I don't. <laughs> JaVel McGee is the king of Twitter right now. Like, if you if you know anything about basketball, you understand that LeBron. According to Twitter, JaVel McGee is greater than LeBron. <laughs> Listen. I love Twitter. Twitter is just the best. Place you know my favorite NBA, per, like my favorite NBA player to follow on Twitter. Who? B dot A dot. B dot A dot is hilarious. <laughs> but no one, no one, and I mean no one, has a better Twitter, Instagram, or internet presence than Joel Embiid. That yes. man is a social media god. If you're not following, listen. I don't care if you like sports. You might not know what a basketball looks like. Just get on Twitter and follow Joel Embiid. I promise you will not be disappointed. For a guy who can't speak very good English, Twitter fingers are on fire. <laughs> like, and I mean, fire. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, he can play to back it up too. I, listen, he hit the whole dream shake uh, up and under. I was like, I'm walking away right now. You know my favorite Embiid. Twitter moment. I think it actually was Instagram and it translated to Twitter also. Was when they lost to the Thunder. We yeah. still posted a picture of him posting up on uh, Russ. Russ, yeah. Oh my gosh. One of my favorite ones ever was uh, so he tried to like holler at Rihanna. Oh, the clap back yeah. was so For real. Years straight. And she said one thing and it was like, well, it's time for me to shut up. And then they won a really, really, really important game in front of Rihanna. And she looked mad. And he goes, don't try to come back to me now. I die. <laughs> I die. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh, Derrick Rose is going to the T-Wolves. Right? Like, I said this on Twitter. Like, the career of Derrick Rose is like a tragic hero story. Like, from Chicago, born and bred, grew up looking up to Jordan, never left the state of Chicago except when he played for Memphis and lost to <coughs> Mario Chalmers. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, with the greatest basketball shot in college history over Derrick Rose to win, to actually just put KU into overtime, and then we won the, the 2008 um, National Championship. Sorry, Derrick Rose. And then he goes to Chicago, home kid, gets drafted, has this, like, superstar, all-star career, and then he fell. And he kept falling. <laughs> and then, you know, he went to the Cleveland Cavaliers and played for two months, and then... I kid you not, needed a mental health break from basketball to figure his life out. 
You know what? When you play with LeBron, you might need one. That's true. Um, that's very true. And then now he's back. He's he's in Minnesota, which it seems like Chicago is just like selling all their best players to to Minnesota by like either trade or like by third party like proxy. Mm-hmm. First, Tom Thibodeau went to Minnesota. Jimmy Butler. Then Jimmy G buckets. The G stands for get. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy gets buckets. Butler ends up there and is. Balling like a madman. He's actually hurt right now. So my boy Andrew Wiggins is posting up. I had to see him get that L just because the Boston Celtics were killing it. Marquise Morris hit six shots in a row. I've never been more excited in my entire life to see a Morris Twins play. And they play for KU. So I was excited. My man hit two threes in a row. I was stunned because I think he hit two threes his entire career at KU. <laughs> Marcus Morris can hit shots all day. Marquise, eh, you know, he's a good inside player, but he was on fire that game. But uh, I enjoyed that game. And then now, it's the, reuni- the reunion of the, it's the triple reunion, I guess? Because Thibodeau, Jimmy, Buck- Jimmy Buckets, and D-Rose are all in Minnesota. But now, moving back to nerd media. <laughs> right? <laughs> we need to just turn this into a podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I don't know. It's been a crazy week. It has been a crazy week. Uh, Nintendo is just shooting... All the shots. Um, I don't know who was the first person to tweet it. I think it was Norm Kelly. Also, another person you definitely should be following on Twitter. Dude. He's the mayor of Toronto. He is He is the dad okay. everyone wished For, they had. First of all, I saw this yesterday because obviously I do follow Norm Kelly on Twitter. And <laughs> all I saw was he had some pictures and he's like, well, found out today chicken photography is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the six dad. Oh. <laughs> so, straight up, someone posted up some chickens. Yeah! <laughs> it was like 15 pictures of the most beautiful chickens on the world. <laughs> Twitter is so good. Oh, Gotta love Twitter. I don't know why it's been so wild. Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, let's before we do the rundown, let's just hop into the week in review. Yeah. Um, and talk about what's been going down. Rafiki, you want to start? Well, as you know, I'm in pain. This hurts. Uh, it'll be at least about a week, week and a half before I feel like I'm 100% again. But, you know, hey, whatever. And in other news, just hanging out and working. Just hanging out and working. And partially, I'm helping every once in a while help coach girls soccer during the spring season. So, yes, there we go. Uh, I am currently uh, weeping every moment I look at my bank account uh, because, you know, I received this letter and I, it was filled with pride and joy and a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, first of all, uh, if you're sitting at home, let's just all give a round of applause for Mookie. You don't know what for yet. Just, 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 go. just go ahead and clap. We're going to give you just a moment. Just clap for about 10 seconds and then we're going to have a moment of silence for my entire bank account for the next three and a half years. Help. I need help. I need immediate help. Somebody send me money. I will give you my address, my PayPal, my Venmo, my Gmail. I'll send you my phone number. Apple pay me some cash. I need help. So I received a letter that's like, hey, Caleb, congratulations. You're going to grad school. Now pay us all of your money. And I mean 
all of your money. They're like, cool, this $100 fee, and then this $35 fee, and then, you know, we need this $180 book that you can only get the digital version because you have to get it on the iPad for class, and it was like, oh, that's three of those books for one class, and then you need three more books for your next class. Oh, by the way, there's a $580 surcharge for this iPad. You could get a cheaper one, but you have to get it through the school because we get it for this deal and this discount, and that does not include... That does not include tuition. I'm not going to mention how high tuition is because I'm already crying, but it's high. It is high. Um, but, you know, they I went and sat with a counselor, and they're like, hey, it's cool. You'll make some of that money back when you maybe graduate in three and a half years. But, yeah, I'm going to grad school, and I am going to be eating sandwiches, just plain white bread sandwiches, because I, aff- I can't even afford mayonnaise at this point. Like, I can't afford a mayonnaise sandwich. That's how crippling in debt I am because of grad school. But at least, you know, I'll be educated. <laughs> oh, don't worry, Mom. I'll go to school and get my education. Huh. Listen, if you've never listened to the college dropout skits, that's my entire life. Like, Broke five broke is my new life motto. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, I'm sorry we got because it. you had a terrible childhood. You need to go listen to College Dropout right now. And, and you late still, the funny thing is, you'll still have to explain new shoes. Like you literally will have to explain your no new, new shoes. shoes. Yeah, I do. If I ever get a new pair of shoes, I have to. My entire life, I have to. Like <laughs> so, see what had happened was, <laughs> it was like if I leave the house, I got the only pair of clean shoes on. Brother Kai, you want to explain these new shoes? Oh, man. Good times. Long story short, this is going to keep going on if I don't stop talking. Yeah, now. How was your week? Awesome. Um, I don't know. It was, it was, it was pretty good. Um, what even is... Oh, so since we're recording on a Saturday, uh, it's actually Mario Day today. Yes, it is. March 10th. Yeah. If you don't understand why it's Mario Day on March 10th, you need help. <laughs> um... But yeah, other than that, kind of Pokemon Day was just last week too. Yeah, it's kind of fitting considering their announcement. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, Uh, and then there was one announcement that is missing that we'll talk about later, but it's fine. Yeah. So I don't know. Standard week. uh, Started going back and watching Atlanta. Well, started watching Atlanta. (laughs) I think I got to like episode four, if I'm being honest. But still haven't caught up to uh, season two yet. Other than that, just, I don't know, doing what I do, taking pictures, posting up on Instagram, stay retweeting Norm Kelly on Twitter. It's a good life we live. Norm Kelly is is the greatest um, non-millennial or Gen Xer to be on Twitter, point blank, period. There's no one in his age group that is better at Twitter than Norm Kelly. Period. This is true. This is a fact. This like, is it's, it's not even like, oh, this is an opinion. No, this is a fact. He also has his own clothing line. Six Dad is... <laughs> I, I, I want to move to Toronto just so I can walk around wearing a Norm Kelly shirt. I'm ordering one for my birthday because that's the only time I have money. <laughs> because debt. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, you know, you could just... Order me one if you're listening and you happen to, you know, not be in debt. I'm just, that's going to be my, like, change my Twitter. In Debt Mookie. <laughs> in Debt Mookie. In Debt Mookie is my new Twitter. Um, yeah, 6 Anyway, uh, two things. Last week was Pokemon Day. We didn't get a Pokemon announcement except for 
that we kind of sort of did this week during the Nintendo Direct because they've officially announced that Pikachu Detective is coming. So Pikachu can talk, but only to you, but you can't necessarily talk to the other Pokemon. Is that the one that's supposed to be voiced by Ryan Reynolds? Is yeah. That to, okay, it, yeah. Like, I don't know if he's actually voicing it. I think it was a joke. Oh. But. Disappointment. Just, yeah. Pikachu can actually talk. He's a detective Pikachu. So I'm not sure if Pikachu talks to the other Pokemon and then translate, or you can understand Pokemon, but I just know that you and Pikachu could talk to each other. It's probably kind of like the Meowth thing, except. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Meowth. Um, sadly, no Pokemon. Come on for Switch yet, but apparently everything else is coming to Switch. Um, well, I mean, they've already announced that they were working on a big supposed R- supposed RPG. Yeah, and they were doing a lot of teasing up to that, and we, everyone was expecting like on Pokemon Day they were going to announce something. Uh, I mean, I mean, they only had announced that last year that they were starting it. So I don't know. I wouldn't. I wasn't really. I wouldn't expect anything until the earliest would be E three for my in my opinion to hear something. But, you know, whatever. Speaking of E3, Ubisoft, hats off to y'all. Because did not see this coming at all. Like, out of nowhere, and I'm super excited. The Division 2 has been announced, and we're getting a trailer at E3. Not to mention, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is, is coming out real soon. Because they are running away from November because Red Dead. Yeah, they're dropping in October. This is the oh. Earth October. Are they really that scared? No, there is no game coming out within two weeks of Red Dead Redemption. In the words of Ryan McCaffrey, it should be it should be like it should mean something to everyone in and outside of the gaming industry that even Call of Duty is running the hell away from anything that resembles a release date near Red Dead Redemption. That just talks about the clout of Rockstar Games. And they haven't even given us a full, like... We have a gameplay a, trailer. No, we don't have a gameplay trailer. We have a trailer. We, we only have a sto- like Yeah, a, we have two a, teasers. Yeah, two story teasers, which we don't even really and know. And a bunch of in. pictures. We have, like, in total, I think 20 pictures and three minutes of video. With no with no gameplay, talk you talk about clout. Um, so E three is, is shaping up real nice. Somebody E three went to the black barbershop this year and got the razor line because uh, it's shaping up to be real nice. That was a terrible joke. Like maybe three percent of our audience knows what like a shape up and a razor line at a black barbershop really means. But for those of you who do, you know what I'm talking about. That, that sounded like the way you, like a Dave Chappelle delivery. The way you, <laughs> ow, I can't laugh. Cole! <laughs> Listen, go watch Dave Chappelle's joke. Dave Chappelle's second. No, it's, sec, it's the second comedy special. Oh, the, the second, second. The second it's set. It's the first part of the second set. And about 46 minutes in, he His has. This whole Trump line. Yeah. Like, this whole Trump segment. You just And just yeah. wait for the joke about Cole. It's amazing. Um. I like the lip sweating part. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's hilarious. It's wonderful. His lip was, was sweating. sweating. <laughs> I can't. Oh laugh. man. I can't laugh. This man, is we, this is this is too much fun, guys. I know we say this like we take time to like thank you guys for allowing us to do this. 
I don't know why you guys keep coming back, but you guys allow us to have an, ex- an egregious amount of fun on this podcast doing absolutely nothing that benefits maybe 1% of the population. And I mean 1% of, like, the human population. So maybe, like, seven people actually, like, are benefited from anything we're saying. But thank you for listening. Um, let's actually get into the show now. Because <laughs> well, we, we, we haven't, we, we've been talking around the show, but we haven't even started talking about the show. So... Well, it depends. Um, Marvel is initiating the quote-unquote... Fresh start initiative. Do you guys want to talk about this, and then I can maybe provide some background? Absolutely not. I hate everything. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't necessarily disagree, but you know, I'm gonna sip this. Tea. Um, actually, <laughs> boss, right. rhyming accidentally. Shout out to Chris. What's his name? Chris, Chris Move. Yes. I was like, how do you forget Chris Move? Anyways, um, but so this fresh start initiative, kind of like. Uh, I guess it's kind of like, for those that aren't comic book savvy, it's kind of like when DC was going through their whole rebirth thing, just kind of like revamping everything. It's like that. Flashpoint and uh, rebirth were the two restarting points for DC. Yeah. The, The thing is, Marvel just did something like a few years ago, and it was where the entire Marvel Universe was destroyed. Every Earth, every universe was destroyed, and, like, 12 characters survived. But then, out of the darkness, we see a ship floating, and then we go into the ship, and we see into the castle, Doom, like, God Doom. Doom becomes a god, and basically recreates the the entire Marvel Universe um, as this, like arena battlegrounds which is where we got planet of the hulk we got red hulk we got all these things and the only people who survived the end of the last marvel universe to made it to the new marvel universe black panther mrs invisible um her kid god doom both and surprisingly peter parker and miles morales um and then they actually managed to get some other people back and then the universe kind of grew into itself after god doom was defeated by Black Panther, if I may add, for those people who think Captain America can, you know, win in a fight against Black Panther. <laughs> it won't happen. Like, no. no. It will It will not happen. But moving uh, on. By the way, random side note. Did you guys ever see the video of, like, the seven-year-old kid who was reenacting? Mbaku. Yeah, the Mbaku challenge is a thing. Yeah, yo, he he had every accent of every person that was in that movie on point. What I'm what I'm so sad about and like disgusted by is that the fact that his accent was better than Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> the strength of the Black Panther. First of, all, <laughs> first of all, all the Black Panther memes, I love it every time <laughs> they show that. And it's like just like a different video. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, but anyways, uh, back to uh, Marvel Fresh Start. Yeah. So actually, one of the things they're talking about was Iron Man. So obviously, um, there is a little bit of crossover that we see between uh, the cinematic universe and then what is it? Comics. A lot of times, when obviously comics came first, but when movies come out, a lot of times. Uh, publishers and studios will go back and retroactively 
uh, change characters to resemble the likeness of those actors that we'll see. So the for Iron Man, a lot of it was changed to look like Robert Downey Jr. Which he already looked like Tony Stark to begin with. Yeah. So, like, um, it really is not that much of a change. Yeah. Um, but they are actually... Uh, Dan Slott, which I believe he worked on... Was it Spider-Man? Yes. Yes. Uh, is actually going to be jumping over and doing the Iron Man reboot starting in June. I think the first issue is released in June. And um, there needs to be... It needs to be stated that uh, there are now quote-unquote multiple canon Iron Men. There is Tony Stark, which is... In, in this is canon. At some point, he is going to retire, and Riri is going to become the Iron Maiden. That is canon. A lot of people were thinking that's like a side story. No, that's canon. Um, and then this new thing that's going on with Iron Man. So continue. I mean, that's all I got. Okay, so <laughs> Tony Stark isn't necessarily going away, but he's kind of going away to yeah. allow make room for Iron Maiden. So sort of like the Steve Rogers route when he became head of Shield. Yeah, made room for um, Falcon. What I can't even remember like the character's name. Crap. Falcon? Black Falcon? Like, but the actual, like... Black Falcon? No, the actual name of the person. Oh, yeah, no one knows his name. (laughs) Everyone just knows him as Black Falcon. They don't really call him Black Falcon, but he's Black Falcon. Yeah, anyways, for when he became Captain America. Yeah, and then, like... There was a version of Bucky, but, you know... Yeah, there's... The only... We haven't had a female Captain America yet, because we've had Black Falcon as Captain America, and then we had Bucky as Falcon as Captain America... And then old man Steve came back as Captain America and still was like putting paws on people and then like broke his hip and then had to and then had to be in a wheelchair for a little bit. Uh, but my favorite Captain America is Hydra Captain America because regardless of what people say, that is some of the finest writing they've done in a long time. But the, Captain America himself, because Captain the America. backlash has been sh- sheesh. People really don't make, do not like when you make Captain America the head of the Nazi organization. I'm not going to say what I was thinking. Please do, because it's so (laughs) funny, because I think I know where you're going. Uh, But yeah, people really, like, gave that particular series an undue amount of criticism, even though, in my opinion, it's some of the best writing that character has had, particularly Steve Rogers has had. In the last decade. However, the part that kind of threw me off, and if I remember correctly, I kind of had skimmed through like the latter part of it, but I guess the backlash caused them to write in that there's a Steve Rogers, it's a Steve Rogers doppelganger. No, it's not. So what it was is like, at first he was like, hail Hydra. And then the universe exploded because everyone was like, this is horrible. Disney's ruining Marvel. Marvel's ruining Marvel. Yeah, yeah, it's Captain America, da, 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 whatever. And then in the next, over the next two issues, what they found out was like there was this, there was this character who would basically like was playing this universal like mind game with everyone. So like everyone was basically like, their alternate, like, the darkest version of themselves. But then they wrote out that character, but they kept... Um, the way they did it was actually masterful writing. That character was defeated, but Steve Rogers, after realizing uh, 
he had been fighting against Hydra so long that he'd actually again. So this is this kind of brings in a little bit of like MCU Marvel and comic Marvel. It's like he had been fighting against Hydra so long that he'd lost reason for why he was fighting, but then we didn't really see any benefit to the Avengers and not being anything. So he just kept continued doing the Hydra thing as he has. And it's not like he's an evil person. Yes, Hydra is quote-unquote the evil organization, but he sees Hydra as a means to an end. He has full control of Hydra. He can do whatever quote-unquote good he feels needs to be done in order to achieve the greater good. That's almost like a Killmonger-type situation there. Almost like a Killmonger-type situation. Again, which is like wrapping up a little bit of MCU into the comic universe. Mm. But again, some of the best writing, but people will never read it because, you know, they're biased and judgy but that's not for me to say right um but keeping with the marvel we all knew it was coming it was just a matter of a particular person the gatekeeper saying when black panther 2 has been officially announced yep 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 i don't know that anyone had any doubts that there was, there was going to be a sequel no. Like, if you if you thought there wasn't going to be a sequel, you you actually might be kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, a, <laughs> simply, like, simply, like for, for financial purposes alone, yes, just do a sequel strictly for the finances. B, do it for the culture. C, do it just because that movie's, that, again, in my opinion, it's the second best Marvel movie of all time. Number one being Logan. It's close, but not quite as good as Logan for me. Um, a lot of people say it's not as good. A lot of people say it's better. Um, a lot of people say it's not in their top five. I I, I, I want to hear what your top five are because um, how, how is Black Panther not in your top five Marvel well, movies? Well, there are some people, especially a lot of people that I see arguing on the interwebs because how else are you going to observe like two people going at it without like physically fighting? It's actually kind of funny. But... Uh, there was someone who's so adamant on his resolve that, sure, Black Panther was good. I think he said, like, yeah, it was all right, but it's not better than Doctor Strange. How get you- get wow. out! Who? Get out. Who said that? Just someone. I don't know who they are personally. Actually, get out. Like, I need to, I need to like, reiterate that Doctor Strange is probably my favorite Marvel character. No. Doctor Strange was okay. Like, I was pleasantly surprised by how good it was, but it's barely better it's Barely better than Avengers 3. And, like, Age of Ultron was not good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Avengers Age of Ultron. That was, that Avengers was not good. Well, that, that was Avengers 2. Um, technically, yeah, Avengers, Avengers 3 was Civil War. Technically. No. That's a Captain America. That's like yeah, no, but technically, technically like, well, technicality. Uh, that's technically Avengers 3. Yeah, so oh, Age of Ultron was trash and. Like, Doctor Strange is barely better than that. Like, don't get me wrong. As far as, like, comic book roots goes, that's one of the closest. But Black Panther is even closer to his comic book root. Um, that person yeah. needs Jesus. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what they were. But anyways, that being said, Black Panther 2, obviously, they have to have my boy Ryan Coogler come back for because he just did such a fantastic job with this film. Um, have you guys seen the new Infinity War like posters that they've been posting? I think they're actually magazine covers. Uh, so they have 15 of them, and it's just a spread of all the heavy hitters that are going to be involved in it. And they have like mixed and match ones. I believe like there's one with like 
uh, who is it? Star Lord and Doctor Strange, I believe. They have, uh, I don't know if it's Thor, Groot, and uh, Rocket. And they just have like a, an entire mix and match of uh, all the heroes across the 15 covers. And it actually looks really cool. And it just, that's just what the, the, that little thing that gets everyone so excited for April 27th because Infinity War is probably the most anticipated movie of 2018. I wouldn't disagree with that. It's not it's not going to be the best movie of 2018. As I keep saying I was like I, it's, it's one highly anticipated I think it's going to have a huge initial box opening weekend, but after people see the gaping holes in it, which I see already and I hope I'm pleasantly surprised cuz I literally saw one trailer and I'm like, I see problems and I haven't watched another trailer since and I'm not going to watch another trailer because I'm done watching trailers for movies that I want to go see because they kind of reveal too much. Um, but uh, I don't think the second... I think it's going to have a, a well, steep, steep drop-off in the second but However, trailers in this day and age are misleading now too. That's the problem. Yeah. Like with so, Spider-Man Homecoming, like pretty sure anywhere from third to two-thirds of the initial trailers were, were like all, they, they had all they were pretty much all Iron Man um, and then you come to realize like Iron Man's in like four scenes yeah four scenes in that entire movie and then um, Thor Ragnarok was another one because you remember the whole he had two eyes walking down the bridge when really he only had one eye he should have had an eye patch but they had edited it to let you know like yo this is a big moment however he had you know a bit of a sacrifice there so I see what you're saying, but at the same time, Marvel's kind of starting to get into that trend of, we'll reveal the story, but we're going to guide you in a particular way that's going to be misleading, so. Anyways, we're super excited for Infinity War. Um, I already told you guys, y'all already know that I was right, 2018, we just have to coast out the rest of the year and see how trash the rest of the movies are. Well... Save for a few. There are going to be a few like good ones, but nothing else is going to compare to Black Panther. Facts. Um, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. It's not quite out on Blu-ray and DVD yet, but they have started releasing waves of deleted scenes that are going to be a part of it. Um, there's one in particular that we actually watched um, that I think added a little bit more to a particular confrontation that a lot of us may have been expecting more and wanting more from instead of just like The Force Awakens so 2.0. Spoiler warning for a deleted scene that's on the internet. I I, I don't yeah, know like know. how people treat deleted scenes if that's like spoiler. Look, now, I mean, but, people can find it on the internet now. Yeah. But if you don't want to hear about it, you know, or you haven't seen the movie yet, because you're waiting for it on DVD. Spoiler warning, just to be fair. Um, so this particular deleted scene involves Finn and Captain Phasma during their battle on um, the First Order's uh, spaceship. I don't even know what the actual name for it is. Uh, and during the confrontation, what happens is like he's on the platform, uh, and she like climbs up, and then they have. Uh, the stormtroopers climb up as well, and she's just like, oh, insubordinate, like, all these things, traitor, and he looks at her, and he says, you know what, you call me all those things, 
but like, and I'm paraphrasing here. He's like, but really, you're like, you're probably worse off than I am. Like, what what would happen if I told like all your subordinates or your masters that pretty much you're just doing anything to like save your own neck, like? And then he referenced from the first the Force Awakens whenever he captured her and he held a gun to her head. He's like. Well, when I held a gun to your head, you like you sang like a whoopog or something like that, and lowered the shields for Star Killer Base, and then all the stormtroopers that are there are just like, wait a minute, what's going on here? And you can kind of see like all the nervousness, and like they start to like lower their weapons, like, do we really want to follow this person if she's like that timid and like willing to sell us out? And then she sees what's happening, and she like shoots all of them down and knocks them back, and then he grabs a like like a laser rocket launcher or something like that just like blast her off the platform which i i appreciated seeing a scene like that because phasma was starting to become one of the he, he was starting to turn into uh start gonna have that bubble fett syndrome where you show up for a couple scenes people think you're really cool and then you're gone so it really add uh, it added a bit more depth to the character in terms of She's willing to go to any lengths to protect her reputation. Uh, so I, I definitely appreciate But she's that. still catching L's. She's still caught an L. I'm not. Oh, I'm not denying still it at all. Listen, she got three consecutive L's in two movies. Like, like your, your L ratio is a little too high right now. You're starting to look like, oh, I can't give her a freezer yet. No, no. Not that bad. Frieza got L's. You're currently at, Vege- at Vegeta levels of L's. Vegeta caught a lot of L's, but at least he's winning some. You're not quite that, there. No, that's even that's even a little too much to Captain Phasma. Boo, because Boo only really. Boo, has but but, but here's here's the thing. Like, Tien. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's still too much. That's the Chatsu. Fair. All right. Cool. <laughs> Current level Chatsu. <laughs> here's the thing. Like Vegeta has taken quite a few L's, but like he's also had some pretty. He, big he had wins. he had a really big win that kind of just almost like entirely wiped out the L map. Listen, like to- listen, if we're talking about Topo, no Gohan in seventeen beat Topo. Okay. Okay. Good. I was about to say, what's going on? I saw <laughs> I saw a meme of Vegeta powering up against Topo. I'm like, did he beat Topo? What's going on? No, here? they they sparred off for a little bit, but then he went back to fighting Jiren. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Back back to our new our new like <laughs> scale of losses. We might have to f- create a flow chart for that. We are gonna. It's gonna go from Meat Mill to Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> On. Wait, who's on like the least losing of that like spectrum? Meek Mill is on the least losing. Uh, well, okay, I Meek Mill's in the middle. We'll, we'll put Meek in the middle. I but mean, even Krillin took less losses than Meek. False. Krillin died. Meek is yet to die. I mean, Meek went to jail for her. He's still in jail. But yeah. his career got hit pretty hard. But his last album was pretty dope. I'm not saying. Krillin's recovered too. Listen, but Krillin doesn't have Beyonce rapping. He also, he also, he also lost his girls to her. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> so, okay, you all, see, you all, see? all is forgiven if Be- if Beyonce says your name on it. Oh, Beyonce, no. Listen, Beyonce no. is rapping. Beyonce is rapping. First of all, shout out to DJ Khaled. Shout out to DJ Khaled to be the only person to make Beyonce rap. And she's like, Still, like listen, Beyonce bro, in like, the hood. Screaming free meat. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. How many 
The ratio in terms of people who heard about Meek Mill taking an L to Drake compared to the number of people who listened to Meek Mill's last album. What's... What is that in favor of? It's 17 to 1, but... Uh, no, <laughs> ow, ow, okay. <laughs> it's 17 to 1. You I'm just... Gonna, but listen, Meek gets... Ow. Meek gets a huge W vicariously through the city of Philadelphia winning a Super Bowl. Because his song literally became the national anthem in, this, in, in, in Philadelphia. Fair. Because they won the Super Bowl. Whoever, like, Krillin in the tournament took out, what, three people? Two people? Three people? Like, I did mean, he, yeah. did he get looked at and like fall asleep and die? No, mm. no. Uh, it was a tournament. No, yeah. okay. I, I like, I'm like, Krillin so Krill, like, took out took out some people. So like, Krillin did put in work. Okay, he he legitimately put. Technically, in work. he took out more people than Gohan. That doesn't <laughs> How does that not count? That doesn't count. Considering he go outside and finds himself to take out Topo. Okay, again, that doesn't. Again, see, yeah, like, Topo. Like no, I thought you that, know, you I know it was Dispo. He sacrificed himself to take out Dispo. Remember Dispo with the speed because all oh, Frieza and the whole the, 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 thing. I don't know the, the, the whole laser show that Frieza did to hold Dispo in pace because of his speed. Was that Dispo? That was Dispo. No, then Gohan sacrificed himself to take out Dispo. Vegeta, Vegeta I'm. Oh, he sure. did actually beat Topo. Vegeta, straight up. Beat Topo. That's what I've been trying to tell you. I'm like, Vegeta fought Topo. So, like, yeah. That's the major dub Vegeta. That's the most major dub Vegeta you, you know what? ever had. At this point, I forgot Dispo was actually a character. <laughs> they, they have so many people involved. I'm just excited for tonight because uh, Goku finally mastered Ultra Instinct. For those that didn't know, I just spoiled it anyways. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I mean, the episode's already out. Like, right? And pick, they leaked. This is this is the problem with Toei animation. Y'all, y'all. Toei? Toei or Toei? It's Toei. I, I think it's Toei. I'm pretty sure it's Toei. Regardless, <laughs> next time on <laughs> either way, that you re- do realize they leak images for those episodes hours before it airs. Do you realize there was an actual action figure that went on sale in Japan a week before it happened? Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was like it was, flo- it was floating on Instagram. It was like, hey, this is gonna happen. They even had a, a they even had uh, the the Ultra Instinct Omen on a cup, I think via McDonald's for like two weeks. So like before it even showed up, so people are like, what's going on? Anyways, but all that to say, we have a new scale of losses. Um, Captain Phasma has now been secreted herself on there. Secreted, secreted. One of those two words. Um, moving on. Um, I guess this is just now housekeeping. No. Before we before we talk about yeah. yeah. So you want to let them know where we're gonna be at next week? Yeah, guys. Next week, we're talking the fifteenth through the seventeenth. That's Friday through Sunday. For those of you that are keeping track of that. We're going to be at NakaCon. So don't expect an episode until later? Or, we, or just cause we're, we're not going to have an episode next week, guys. Just so you know. Because we'll be living it up. Yes. And by living it up, I mean 
probably 2 a.m. sitting in our hotel room wondering why in the heck we decided to go out there. Okay, low-key, this is still bothering me. That whole toy toy thing is still bothering me. Last year, we had a really, really good time. Oh, whoa, hang on. Toy animation. That, you go to go with the computer? On the American side? Out, listen. I don't accept anything but Japanese translations. <laughs> Hold on while we resort this issue. Because, listen, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is a thing. Because when it comes on on the video games, it's always Toei. And it's a little, little Japanese girl who says it. It is the penultimate gathering of weebs in Kansas City. <laughs> and if they don't know what weebs are, explain. We explained that two episodes ago, but we'll go ahead and refresh you if you're just now joining us. Uh, weebs are people that embrace Japanese culture, mostly affiliated with anime. Yeah. So they feel like they, they, they partake in the Japanese culture, even though they are not themselves in Japanese culture. Facts. Those are weebs. Michael B. Jordan is king of the weebs. King of the Weeps. King yes. of the Weeps. Facts. He can't be King of Wakanda, but he can be King of the Weeps. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, earlier Mookie was talking about how Nintendo just like decided, woke up this week, and they're like, you know what? This is going to be a great week. You know why? Because we're just taking everything that you know and throwing it at the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, you like Bayonetta 1 and 2? Boom, here's some more. Oh, you like some more old stuff? Have some more. Wait a minute, what, what, this, this franchise you remember as a kid? Boom, on the Switch. You know what? You're getting this game on the Switch, you're going to the Switch, you're going to the Switch. Pretty much. It, that's <laughs> Oprah with the Switch. Oh, Oprah with the Switch me. You're going to Switch, you're going to Switch, you're not going to Switch. One of the greatest things about that little add the like that little commercial or whatever that announcement that they put out was this uh, whole Splatoon Warriors fighting well yeah, I mean we haven't even told them what we're talking about yet and you just went ahead and just like jumped the gun oh, well sorry it was a perfect setup and you went and ruined it I'm so disappointed you know what this, this is not your first this, time this, setups this is why not I'm your first host. time either you know what he was gone for a long time he messed up the flow so that's on him However, he was also leading into something, and you ruined it, too. So, like, it, it, look, we've all messed up. But this was supposed to be, like, the greatest reveal of all time. So what'd you Just do? go! What, what'd you do? You, you, hunt, you, you doubled over because you're in pain, and you just crapped on it. Guys, we're talking about Smash Brothers. I'm so sad. I wanted to have a Jesus and Meryl-like reveal. <laughs> Jesus and Meryl might be the funniest people on the internet. I'm sorry. Uh, if you haven't ever seen an episode of anything Jesus and Meryl have done, Yo. I wanted to talk about Smash Brothers. Like, Jesus talked about the Dominican Republic, and Dominican Republic Independence Day. Yo, so first of all, I'm so glad you brought that up. So, uh, I mentioned last week that went to the sporting game, uh, the home opener of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. And first of all, 
If you're Kansas City and you haven't been to a sporting Kansas City game, you need to go. Even if, if you don't like no, soccer, it's like, quite an experience. Even if not for the atmosphere, just to see the signs people put up in the cauldron. First of all, they have like the TIFO, so like those giant paintings that they put out. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's and it's always lit, like whatever they have. They had different spots in Kansas City. There were five spot like images in, on the TIFOs, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was yeah, different yeah. iconic landmarks for Kansas City. Yeah, just yeah, so yeah. but that, but we're not here about the TIFO. Who cares about that? What what happened two minutes later is what I want to talk about. So the game starts. They reveal the TIFO. Oh yeah, that's so cool. Get us like get a picture of it. You see it on Instagram for MLS later. That's all well and good. They miss the real show. <laughs> so, someone, so I'm sitting on the south stand. So uh, way across from the cauldron that's on the north end, and I see this small, like smallish type banner. Someone's raising white banner. And all I see is the naked guy on the ATV. <laughs> and, it, and I kid you not, it said, Welcome to Kansas. Do whatever. <laughs> Do whatever. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Oh, man. Uh, which, is, which is similarly uh, just like Nintendo's uh, motto with the Switch. Uh, Welcome to Nintendo. Do whatever. <laughs> we're just putting it. If it's, if it's possible to put it on a switch, we're gonna do it. Right. Um, so yeah, um, they had this like Spawn Two battle, which we thought was gonna be like DLC for new characters, and then all of a sudden the screen goes dark. She turns around, and this red flame appears, the and then we symbol. get we get the cinematic zoom in on her eye, and the, the, the smash symbol appears, embroiled in eternal flames, and then we see Link. We see Mario and 20 other shadows. Yeah, they're like lined up under the flame. So I I think I saw Zero Suit Samus, which at first I thought was, okay, this is going to be a remake of the last Switch. Just poured it up. But I've seen people saying we've seen some unfamiliar shadows, which could link to a brand new game designed specifically for the Switch, which is what I want. Because Zelda and Mario Odyssey were designed specifically for the Switch. And these are not up games. These are not remodels. These are not re-releases, which Skyrim is. And Skyrim, you can tell Skyrim is not meant for the Switch because some of the controls are yeet. Um, still love that game. Still, like, I put in I put in 60 hours over vacation. Uh, yeah. It's, I love Skyrim. Uh, but, uh, yeah. We're getting a Smash Switch game. I'm excited for this. I wish we were getting a Smash Pokemon game, but I'm like a Switch Pokemon. So game, here's one of the, I'll take I'll take a Switch. Right, I absolutely Smash. loved the reveal and what they did. It got me so pumped for it. Smash Brothers is just like a staple, not even just like a party game. It's like a cultural Mario staple. party or like uh, Mario Kart. It yeah, it's it's just cultural. It's almost like a rite of passage. Like if you play consoles, at some point you have to play Smash. Bros. Even if you're not good at it, you, you play Smash, Smash Bros. At play some Smash point. Bros. Um, at this point, I remember it got to a point when they're adding these characters, where it's just like, oh, so Nintendo's just throwing everybody on there. Is that that's what we're doing? It doesn't matter what property they're just going in there. So my question for you guys is, if there was one character from a video game franchise, or like, I don't even know if they had like from TV shows or whatever, that you would want to see embedded into Smash Brothers, who would it be? 
That's a tough question. I was I was living, my, my first thing was like some kind of ninja, but then that just that's that's Greninja, and I was like they already have Metal Gear in there, they have Ryu in there, like they have Cloud in there, uh, so they kind of got like every base covered. Um, I don't I don't Master Chief was in there at one point. That was an official. I don't think Master Chief was in there officially. Or was that? I'm like, pretty sure that was a hack. <laughs> it, was, it was a hack because I think it's a skin of uh, Solid Snake. Um, but a video game character officially from Nintendo or just from any property because apparently they, they're just like Batman. Batman. If we get Batman in there, I'll be I'll be happy. No, the Ninja Turtles. Ooh, that would be. Yes, and they're all four individual characters, or you could do it kind of like um, how uh, Zelda and uh, what's the other one were interchangeable characters. Well, the only one I can think of, not necessarily interchangeable, but Shulk has like different. Yeah, like different at, at, one, at one point you could be Zelda and then oh, you yeah, could yeah. transform into Shulk, and no, then you mean Sheik, Sheik, Zelda and Sheik. Yeah, and then you could transform to Sheik, and then they split them up, and then Sheik and Zelda became two different characters. Uh, I wanted to either be like you, you pick under the turtle, and you can like somehow tag him out. Tag kind him of out. Kind like the Pokemon trainer. Yeah, kind of like Pokemon trainer, and you could tag him out and just bring in Michael, Donnie, and then the other two: mm-hmm. Michelangelo, Donatello, Raphael, Leonardo. Leonardo. I know their names, but I was just to let you know, Mikey and Donnie are the best. Leo's too serious. Mikey's just not as cool. You mean Raph? Raph is not as cool. Are you sure you know that? It's been it's been a while. Uh, actually, fun fact: I or went back Spider-Man. and I, I was watching season six of like the two thousand three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the best that they've done. Um, the fast forward when they go to the future, this is great stuff. Solid writing. I really appreciated that. Um, the, the the latest one, not the not the new new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the two thousand eleven, twelve one, 12, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. actually pretty good too. Yeah. That's that's actually really solid. Then that to kind of, I mean, obviously you you down you down uh, down age everybody, mm-hmm. um, so you can get some unique stories. But that's pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I would actually, I would actually put that as a close second. Yeah, who would you add to Smash Brothers? Who, um, that's a that's like that's a really really uh, tough one. I think just in general, um, somebody who you could add to the mix that might be a bit versatile. Golly, uh, I have no idea. Do you have yours ready? Do you know who you want? Yeah. Who are you going with? I don't want to see Shadow the Hedgehog. That was you easy. right. That was an easy pickup. I don't know how we totally. I, yeah, like I'm over here, like <laughs> how we missed. <laughs> that. that was an easy pickup. Yeah. I don't know how we missed any of that. Good pick, Matt. Good pick. You know, <laughs> solid salute. I can't. I can't disagree with that. Right. I just think he'd be super interesting because we, and especially because we already have Sonic. Um, yes. Yeah, so oh, and he could have like I'm already thinking about his move set. I'm like that's so. It's so nice. It fits so perfectly. Because he could literally do his ball, and you could charge it up, and it could hit you, and then his, his ball could kind of be like a Pikachu's, where it zips up so he can get back. Oh, man, that would be However, nice. he has this, he had a bit of a, like a teleporting technique. Yeah. Sort of like a... That's shoot. what I was saying. It could be like Pikachu's. Well, but you said the ball. He zipped. But no, like shadow, like... Teleporting? Like, like tel- small side teleport. Uh, yeah. That would be nasty. Shield teleports? 
Oh, shield teleport, back ball. Oh, man. His down B could be a... Oh, that would be nasty. Can we get this? <laughs> Can we, I really want this now. I really want this character right now. Yeah, anyways, that's what that's who I would have in there. Um, see, and it's... It, which, yeah. Caleb's right. That's so easy, yet we missed it. <laughs> We're over here thinking very hard, and I don't even know who I'd want because there's just so many characters, but you also want to think, like, who is going to be a decent fit. Yeah. Now, actually... I just kind of came to my head. Zabuza would be interesting. Who? Zabuza. Obviously, mm. he's not. He's not. You know. Mm. Obviously. Like my thing about Zabuza is he'd be, have to be really slow. Well, I mean, yeah. But is I feel like Zabuza would be too close to Cloud mm. in that his sword also Ike as well. Yeah, his sword he, would have the longest reach in the game. He, he, he's probably more like a base form Shulk. Because he's, like, super slow. And he has a sword that he just kind of like. But also with that, like... <laughs> and then he could do his water prison jutsu? Yeah, he has a couple jutsu. Put you in the water prison and just play baseball with his big sword? Just like... Bink. Pablo Sanchez. Pablo! <laughs> yes! 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 Everything else is irrelevant. We need Pablo Sanchez in Stop right now. Life. Just imagine, like, first of all... Little you, Pablo you run have, up at the bat? You have Ness, Lucas, Pablo Sanchez. All up to bat. Oh. <laughs> who, who, who you got? Pablo, every time. Listen, I don't think you understand. He was amazing in backyard basketball. No, he was amazing but in never He backyard. was designed and made for backyard baseball. He is a five star in every category but one, and then he's a four star in that one category. <laughs> Pablo is the backyard baseball god. Like, honestly, if you were going you were drafting players and, and, the, and, and the computer got Pablo before you did, you might yeah, as well restart. Reset, restart. Get Pablo first. That was the first move you always made. You always went for Pablo. Like, if it was backyard basketball, it could be arguable that you get Lisa Leslie first because her shot from three was ridiculous. And then um, I understand people were getting, uh, who's that tall, blonde guy? Randy, the pitcher. Yeah, I think so. He's he's an actual real life legendary pitcher, and the people who love baseball are screaming into their headphones right now. His name is Randy something. He's a legend. I don't know. I just know his name was Randy. If you went with a defensive based team, I understand you could maybe think about picking Randy first because you know you can control the pitching with the game, the game with the pitching. But Pablo is someone you you just you walk him, you walk him because if he hits that ball, it's going out of the park, especially on hard difficulty. Stop it. You walk Pablo every time. But anyway, back to our discussion about Smash, which always somehow evolved into a discussion about how amazing Pablo Sanchez is. It really is. Honestly, if if they were to take out some characters and just put in Pablo Sanchez, I'd, I'd be, be so I'd be 110 They could replace okay. Ness with Pablo Sanchez, and I wouldn't care. Wouldn't bad night. <laughs> Mostly just because I want a Pablo Sanchez Amiibo. They're, they're pretty much the same character. I want a Pablo Sanchez Amiibo. Now. Give him a baseball bat. I'm, I'm still laughing at the idea of having this dude just like his shirt's just like over his stomach. <laughs> as it's just like hanging out. Pablo Sanchez created the crop top. <laughs> Ow. I'm going home. Oh, man. Let's oh, end. man. Oh. We have too much fun on the show. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up, Dan. Wrap it up, Dan. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. First of all, before we do anything. Atlantic so season two is so funny. 
Yeah, I was, I was going through watching Atlanta, and I absolutely love how they embedded the Migos in there. So good. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, we got a deal going on with the Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> this entire time, I'm expecting Hispanics the to go with the Mexicans. Nope, yep, it's offset. And then all of a sudden, he's just like, hey, Quay, what you want me to do with them? And then I was like, Quay, wait, 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 what? <laughs> I was like, and then it didn't like dawn on me till they got to the party. I was like, hey, what you call y'all group? Migos. Migos. I was like, these guys. <laughs> these guys. Yeah. This and then, <laughs> yeah, we're the four Migos. <laughs> I was like, the writing for this scene, this episode. That was probably the best like, one. Like, master class. <laughs> it's so good. Just, if you haven't seen Atlanta season one, just go watch it. Because season two is off to a strong start. Strong start. Ah, oh, so good. Anyway, uh, appreciate you listening. Again, we don't know why you listen, but we surely do appreciate that you do. Uh, this is the part I have to hand off to Matt because I don't know any of our social media links yet, even though I'm on the podcast almost every week. This is why you're on an intern. This is why you are learning. That's true. Facts. This is the part of it. Hit him with the links, Matt. All right, guys. Make sure on the description below, you just hit subscribe. I'm just kidding. This is a YouTube. Uh, make sure you're following us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash even more about nothing. That's probably where you're seeing a majority of the news. Um, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Eman Podcast One. And we are also on Instagram, Eman Podcast. And then Ref Phil would be remiss if I did not mention that we do have a Snapchat. Yeah. Eman P1. Yeah. 75% sure it won't get used this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe next weekend. 65% sure I'll even think about it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, make sure you're following us on there. And also make sure you're staying tuned into our company uh, links as well. So everything's at White Noise LLC. That's W H I T E N O I Z L L C. I think that does it for this week. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. Hope you come back next week. Also, make no, sure... Not next week. Not next week, because we have... We're gone next week. Catch you in two weeks. Yeah. And if anything, someone put, like, uh, I don't know, a petition out there to get Space Jam, except with anime and Michael B. Jordan. I saw that, that was... picture. Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm still upset they don't have anyone from Kirk on Baskin on there. But I guess that defeats the purpose. No, but yeah, it would. Yeah, because <laughs> literally anyone. What? They all like five five though. Like I was like, <laughs> I really thought about it. Everyone on Kirk on Baskin is like, the tallest person is like five, five nine, and they're uh, like, he's a five, giant. Five, <laughs> five ten. And then remember, they played their first game against a guy who was from. Cameroon? Cameroon, who was 6'1". 6'1". He's a giant! Get out. All of you, get out and go sit down. (laughs) Sit on the bench. Anyway, Uh, that'd be so tight. Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. Dog, it's perfect. You just got to hand it off to him. But anyway, that's all we got for this week, guys. Catch you in two weeks.